right, we are back. That was another one from Janet Robin, Take Me As I Am, and she's standing by to join us. Good morning, Janet. Hi. Hi. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, it's it's early time for musicians. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, seriously. <laughs> but I got up for you. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> I love your new CD where we were just listening to Take Me As I Am, and we kicked it off with Leave It To Me. Before we get into that, you talk about Randy Rhodes, how you started off taking, was it guitar lessons with him? Yes, I, I did. I, I took uh, lessons with him when I, uh, I started with him about nine years old. Oh. Um, yeah, that was about, uh, let's see, in the 1800s. Um, <laughs> you sound pretty good for, you know, being that old. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, no, I'm 50, I'm 50 years old, mm-hmm. and um, I started with him at nine until about 15 uh, until he got the gig with Ozzy, mm-hmm. and um, he happened to, to work at his mom's music school, which was around the corner from my parents' house. Okay. And um, we got a referral. Um, I was taking, like, classical and folk guitar, and my brother was also uh, doing the same, and, and we both wanted to take electric guitar. And some, I can't remember who, but somebody referred us to him, and he was, uh, you know, an amazing teacher. Yeah. I mean, what can you say? You know, he wasn't the legend then that he is now, but right. we all knew he was going to be a legend. Sure. No, um, yeah. let me back up a second. What made you gravitate towards the guitar at that age? You know, it was really, it was really my brother, actually. I'm a bit of a tomboy. I did everything my brothers did, and mm-hmm. um, the one that's closest to me in age, I kind of followed everything he did. It started with karate, and that didn't really work out. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so he started taking guitar, and my mom actually started taking a little guitar, and I was like, well, you know, when you're young, you just want to try different things. And yes. I mean, I did. I tried dancing. I tried lots of different things. And, and um, for some reason, the minute I got that guitar in my hands, that was it. it uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it became a third arm for me. So. Now, was there ever uh, a time where you put it down? Where you was it just nonstop? No. Yeah. Uh-uh. That's no. I became um, unusually obsessed with it, uh, and yeah, there wasn't any time that you know m- my parents had to tell me to practice or, or anything like that. I just it's great. I don't know. I really liked it. I I felt it was something I was good at, and I think um, luckily I, I'm very um, grateful for the parents I have because I think they saw that it helped helped my self esteem a lot and. Right. Um, they encouraged it. So. Well, we talked about this through email, you know, because the theme of the show is Get the Funk Out. And um, right. I would think that music, obviously, playing guitar, you can be completely alone and not feel alone. Yeah. I mean, I think as a kid, because I had two older brothers, you know, they didn't let me, I was always trying to, like, play with them and, do you know, play all their games or sports games. They never let me do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And once once I found that guitar, I mean, I had friends too, but the minute I found that guitar, I just yeah, I would basically lock myself in in my room and just obsess over, you know, practicing a lick or working on a song or whatever it was I I had to do, and um, it, it became my best friend. That's awesome. Still is. Still is. Do your brothers still play? My uh, brother is now a dentist, like my father. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, and my other brother, the oldest one, is not not in music. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we don't. I mean, it's really my grandmother was um, the only one that was, any, you know, any kind of musician. But it didn't, you know, necessarily run in our family. And um, yeah. so, but yeah, I mean, my 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 whole family encouraged it. I think they saw that it was something that gave me so much joy. 
That's awesome. And I, I was passionate about it that I, you know, they they were coming to my shows, you know, at a when I started playing, you know, in the garage or whatever, yeah. you know, with my <laughs> friends or at talent shows or, you know, whatever, they would come and encourage me. So I'm I'm very grateful for that. That's great. And then that led to your all-female rock band, Precious Metal. Tell me about that. Yes, yeah, uh, quite young in high school. I mean, prior to that, I was just looking at different ads. Uh, back then uh, in, in the newspaper called The Recycler. I don't know if you remember that. Um, in, in L.A., it was like where musicians would go look for, you know, bands to join or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I happened to run across an ad that was for an all-girl band. I was like, oh, that's something new. Because, yeah. you know, by then in high school, there was a lot of crazy things, you know, playing with guys, and it sometimes was slightly uncomfortable. And, you know, right. <laughs> You know, I didn't know quite how to deal with it because I was so young, and I just all I really wanted to do was play guitar. So I thought, oh, I'll join an all-girl band. You know, um, and had that little did I. Well, little did I know. You know, five girls together. Oh my god, drama. (laughs) Yeah, you know, no, actually, it it worked out great. Um, I was really young when I got in the band, like sixteen, almost turning seventeen. And they were much older than me. So the singer was like 10 years older than me. But, wow. you know, it, it's catapulted me into this more professional situation because they had a producer already in, in, uh, in line, mm-hmm. and they had already recorded in a studio. I'd never been in a recording studio. You know, I'd never done any of that stuff. So, what an experience. Um, it was great, yeah. yeah. And our first, like, real gig, like, real gig gig was at our, my, my high school. <laughs> Very cool. People must have been like, whoa, Janet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's that crazy Janet playing yeah. the guitar again. Yeah. Were you singing so. then, too, or mostly just playing guitar? No, I was singing background. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I kind of cut my teeth in, in, as far as singing goes uh, back then, more or, or shall we call screaming. So <laughs> <laughs> right. when you're in a hard rock metal band. Uh, no, I mean, the singer could really sing in our band, and, and she, she kind of helped us along uh, with, you know, learning how to do backgrounds. But then, of course, we all started taking singing lessons, and so I didn't really think of myself as a real singer until I kind of started working with Lindsey Buckingham. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. How did that come yeah. about? Well, you know, after Pre- Precious Metal disbanded, our, our last record, we came out in 1990, and... Uh, you know, grunge started, and mm-hmm. literally we had radio stations saying, you know, we're not playing this glam, glam rock anymore. And oh. our label dropped us oh, after six years of being together, yeah. And, you know, maybe uh, it, was, it was the right thing at the time. And um, I just, you know, I started a little band with the singer, and I was just kind of flailing around, not sure what I was going to do. Uh, and I got a call from somebody who used to work at that record label that we were on that was helping... Uh, a woman uh, put together a band for Lindsey Buckingham, his first solo band ever, because, you know, he left Fleetwood Mac, right. and he released uh, records on his own, but he'd never toured before with a band, with his own band. Okay. And he wanted to put together a special guitar army comprised of five guitar players. Nice. Uh, and you came And along. he wanted two, <laughs> two men and two women because he wanted them also to sing, and he wanted the, the female and male voices together. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, at the time, there were just a few of us out there that I think could, could have nailed that gig, and I auditioned for it, uh, and I guess, you know, he liked me. Um, <laughs> oh, 
I guess. It was a very <laughs> strange audition. It was like a like a six hour audition of just what? like a, a typically you know a typical seventies rocker. Just the audition was like sitting around chatting, really? you know, and then playing some lines and oh, can you try singing this and then talking more and because I think the gig. You know, a gig like that is like, you know, you're going to basically live with that person 24 hours a day when you go on the road. So I think he was right. really trying to see what kind of person I was like. Yeah, you know? chem- chemistry with him. Exactly. Yeah. And it was, it was great. I was, I was young. I was about 24 or something like that. And, um, yeah, I mean, then that just took me to the next level. I mean, I, I, I liken working with Buckingham as, like, going to graduate school, basically. Yes. Yeah. Um, because that, that just took me to yet another professional level. And there was, as much as, you know, the guitar was involved in his project, there was actually a lot of harm, harmonizing, you know, complicated harmonies and things that I'd never done before. And, and he's, you know, he's a crazy, you know, perfectionist genius. That's and, what I heard. Yeah, so everything, yeah. all the rehearsals were being taped without us even knowing it, and, you know, he was listening to tapes, and then he would have meetings with each one of us, and, you know, it was like... Whoa, pressure. Yeah, it was a lot of pressure, but, that you know, that really turned me into the pro that I am now, and, uh, you know, I recently got to thank him for that. Actually, we, we are still in a little contact every once in a while. That's great. I'll talk to him, and I'll just thank him for, you know... He became sort of a mentor after that gig ended uh, to me, and sometimes we still send tapes back and forth and songs back and forth. And nice, yeah, that's well, awesome. Great guy, great guy. It sounded, yeah. it does sound like graduate school because he did take you to another level, and it was so intense. And but it was, it was great. It was so intense. I mean, I I think I'm on anti anxiety medi- medication <laughs> now because of him. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. Hey, I saw you at the She Rocks Awards a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I was like, oh, I want to see, I want to see you play, get up there one year. Well, awesome. I guess you have to be nominated or something. Yeah, I'm not sure how that process works, but thank you for that. It's a yeah. compliment. Um, yeah, I've, I've gone to every She Rocks uh, award um, ceremony since it started, and you know, Laura is a great. Uh, you know, support of women musicians and women, you know, making making a uh, a voice in music. And um, I'm actually going to be playing a house concert for her in Boston when I go uh, on tour in the, on the East Coast. Awesome! So I'm excited soon? for that. Is that coming up soon? That's coming up in April. Yeah, I have a few things coming up actually. If I can do a shameless plug yes, for my please. other band, I'm um, I'm involved similarly to the Buckingham experience I had, I put together a four-piece instrumental guitar band called the String Revolution. Shameless plug here, but yeah, we just released a record, too. I, I should um, send you that as well. I've got the, um, the link. I was checking that out. How did, how did you connect with these guys? Yeah, well, back to the newspaper, you know, Craigslist. you know i'm kind of an organic girl you know i i just um i know a lot of guitar players of course but i i didn't really want to work with anybody i knew i wanted completely unknown people that i'd never met before and i got extremely lucky maybe it was the way i you know put the ad together but these guys are awesome two of them are from europe uh one is a latino and then there's me Mm -hmm. um (laughs) 
<laughs> so, you know, we're very multicultural, uh, international-sounding band. We do a lot of different styles of music, and um, it's all guitar, and it's all instrumental, and it's focused on our playing and utilizing the guitar in different ways. So we, we try to create a full band sound uh, with four guitars. That's great. Let me just throw out yeah. the website, and if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Janet Robin. That's the stringrevolution.com. Yes, yes. And we have a show coming up at the Coffee Gallery in Altadena on Sunday, okay. um, and that, that's located near Pasadena. I realize it's Academy Awards night, but you can, oh, you can right. tape it. Yeah, you know. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> What's more important here? <laughs> yeah, but then, yeah, after that, I head out on a solo, uh, uh, solo acoustic tour to uh, Texas at the end of March, and then uh, the end of April, I hit the East Coast, and then in June, I'm in Europe. Wow, you are all over the place. Well, it's Great. my job. It's exciting. <laughs> yeah, every year I try to, you know, I try to get out there whether I have a new release or not. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about this this new record. Thank you so much for for playing it. I'm super proud of it. It's um, the second release that I uh, did with John Carter Cash mm-hmm. and um, and Chuck Turner. The two of them produced it, and um, John, of course, being the son of Johnny and June. Right. And uh, we did it at Cash Cabin, which is his dad's private studio in Nashville. And this is also the second release that was fan-funded. So I uh, raised the money again for my fans. My poor fans. You, you know? poor fans. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, right? Um, it's great, though. Yeah, great. I'm grateful for those those. Those guys, they just, uh, some people have been, you know, following my music for 20 years. So That's awesome. I just, yeah, I'm really, real grateful for, for those uh, people who support, you know, us independent music uh, musicians. I couldn't have done that recording without it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Take Me As my an- awesome. as I Am. That's the title, and that's what it means. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you, I was watching, there's a video uh, on JanetRobin.com, what it was like to be, you know, working in, in Johnny Cash's studio. Well, this was the second time I'd, I'd done it, and I think that the first time I was so kind of like, you know, um, nervous being there, I couldn't take it all in, you know. Yeah. The second time I felt, you know, much more relaxed, and, and John Carter had, you know, invited me back, and I just felt more part of the team there, you know. So it just... You know, I got I got to be honest with you. It just feels like home to me. It's so That's personal nice. in there. There are personal photos of Johnny and June everywhere in his family, and you know the, he was a big hunter. I'm I'm not a hunter, but you know yeah. there are those stuffed. Uh, what do you call them? Oh, um, yeah. what are the heads of the animals? I don't even. Know yes, yeah, yeah, they're all over. <laughs> you know, I mean it's it's a cabin. It used yeah. to be his hunting cabin, so it was literally his hunting cabin on his land which is many, many, you know, many acres of land. And they later on turned it uh, into a recording studio, and and Johnny did his last record there, the American recordings, the one he did with Rick Rubin. And um, That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, and he would he would go there and do do writing and, you know, various other things that he did, maybe a little drinking, perhaps. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. But um, there's an air of inspiration in there, that I have never felt before in any 
kind of studio situation, and I've been in a lot of studios in Los Angeles, and I love some of the studios out here. I'm not knocking them at all, but there's something about that place. Maybe it's, you know, that it's in the woods. You're not really by, you know... 7-Eleven or something, exactly. you know, yeah, it's exactly. like you got to drive and get in your car to go get something. Yeah. Um, you know, if you walk outside just down the path, there's a beautiful lake. I mean, oh, it, it's just nice. very um, relaxing, inspirational, and free. I think you think you feel free. Right. Um, and those guys um, that I, I work with, um, they let me be myself. You know, if I want to do a five-minute guitar solo on one of the songs, nice. they're like, yeah, go for it, Janet, you cool. know, and... Yeah, go for it, <laughs> damn it, you know. <laughs> and it's super cool, you know, being out there. I love I love recording in LA too, but there's something getting out of your, you know, something about getting out of your what you're comfortable right. with, you it's know. It's a different vibe. I mean, I would imagine totally. as an artist, you know, you go out there and you're in the country and it's relaxing and you're you're just playing differently, you know. Yeah, and and you you know, you do kind of feel um Johnny Johnny and June's spirit there just they were magnificent people, and from the stories I hear from John, very open-minded, not maybe what you would think of a, you know, the typical country, you know, I'm not knocking country music, but, you know, the typical more conservative side, I don't think they were that conservative, you know, uh, very open-minded and, and um, peaceful people, and um, he's just told me amazing stories about about them, and I just a, it's an honor actually to to record there and to to know them. They were actually up for a Grammy this year for Loretta oh, wow. Lynn's record. Um, wow! And I had I had the honor of going uh, this year because I am also a Grammy uh, voter. Yes, I saw that. Um, and uh, unfortunately, they didn't win. But um, I ran into them again out here in my on my turf. All right. And uh, yeah, it was great to see them. And I just you know it's an honor working with them as well. Um, we have just a few more minutes, but I want to talk sure. about uh, your process for, you know, you wrote these songs on Take Me As I Am. Um, mm-hmm. How, how uh, most of these songs just based on, you know, different life experiences? I mean, how do you get several bottles, Several bottles of red wine. There you go. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the truth comes out. <laughs> yeah, you know, it took me, I mean, I, my last release came out, uh, the, the, one, the last one I did with, with John and Chuck, that was in, I think I finished it 2009, mm-hmm. and then I re-released it again with a couple new songs. That was like 2010. So we're talking, you know, six years, and I'd done extensive touring a lot in Europe, and yeah. I think that just really opened up my mind to a lot of different cultures, a lot of different, you know, ways of living and, and history and all those things. Um, that, that, of course, you know... Uh, opened my mind more uh, as to what what am I going to write about. And then I, I yeah. thought, well, I don't want to make a historical album. How <laughs> do I right, do exactly. that? <laughs> and then, you know, I, I realized six years later, well, God, I'm going to turn 50. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm turning 50 this year. Oh, my God. You know, I used to think that was so old. I know. But, um, That's nice. Yeah, y- you know, I, I had so many different things happen to me within that period, you know, different kinds of reviews or people coming up to me saying things, good things, weird things. I mean, you know, everybody's a critic. Yes. Um, you know, and, and different in- insecurities, I think, coming up in my mind. And mm-hmm. I think once I turned 50, I was like, you know what? Um, this is just who I am. Exactly. And, 
you know, I, I'm accepting who I am now, and you, you take it or leave it, right. you know. Yeah. And that's kind of where, where that song came from. And I think the other songs, some of them are around that theme. Uh, some are, you know, relationship-based. I, I, I'm finally in a relationship I'm happy about. Uh, but that doesn't mean there aren't problems that come up and insecurities and different things. And, right. you know, luckily I'm able to write about those without getting, you know, thrown out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, just different things when you, you know, I think it is different when, when, as to when I was in Buckingham's band at 24 as to being 50 years old and, and doing your own music now, yes. you know, and having seen the world. Right. And, and just, uh, you know, pretty much everybody's the same. No, no matter where you go, everybody wants the same thing, love, happiness, family, right. comfort, you know, all these things. And, and um, you know, I think it, what it is is basically, you know, I'm just happy. This is, this is how I am. I'm That's just happy. Good. This is where I am. And, you know, I was really attracted to that Patti Smith song, Dancing Barefoot. There's a lot of different meanings that that song has to people. To me, it's just like, Take me, you know. Yeah, yeah. Again, take me as I am. Just gonna go dance, basically naked, you know. And <laughs> you know, you like it or not, you know. And of course, I'm a huge Patty Smith fan. Nice. So, well, you know, you know we'll do. I, we'll we'll wrap up the segment with dancing barefoot. That'd be awesome. There you go. All Good right. choice. So, thank you. Um, again, let <laughs> me give out your website, JanetRobin.com, and on there is all your information. Even if people want to take guitar lessons, is up there. Yes, I do. Uh, when I'm not touring, I have I have uh, some lessons I give. So, you're welcome to check that out. And yeah, my music's on there. Okay. You can actually order the hard copy from my website, and I'll personally sign it. And oh, the great. Spring Revolution is also on there as well, and then all my different dates and places I'm playing. So. All right, awesome. Well, uh, hopefully I'll come out to one of your gigs soon. That'll be great. Well, that'd be great. I just appreciate you having me on your show. Oh, Thank you pleasure. so much. My pleasure. Have a great day, and I will be in touch. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks, Janet. Bye-bye. That was Janet Robin calling in to talk about her latest CD, Take Me As I Am. So let's wrap up this segment with this song, Dancing Barefoot. And again, JanetRobin.com, TheStringRevolution.com. And then uh, bottom of the hour, Jenna Torres is going to call in from New York, talk about her latest CD as well. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Is benediction. She is addicted to thee. She has the root connection. She is connecting with thee. 